Welcome to the Getting Soul Fit Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Page, addict, alcoholic, turned sober and free, founder and owner of Catarse, a women's empowerment athleisure line and movement, fitness cover model, mind, body, and soul coach, intuitive empath, lover of laughter, donuts, authenticity, and addicted to growth. Each episode, I will host a special guest or topic that will help empower you to conquer any and all obstacles and fears to rise. This show is your one-stop shop for raw truth and unapologetic growth. All right. Welcome back to the show, Cody. If you would please give the audience a quick reintroduction for those of you that didn't listen to the first part of his interview. And I really suggest that you guys do just go back um, and go to, to iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening from and listen to part one. But Cody, yeah, if you wouldn't mind just giving a quick reintroduction. Yeah. Thanks, Melissa, for having me again. This is fantastic. My name is Cody Reiniger and I am the owner, creator, and professional fitness uh, trainer for 2B Imperium, uh, nutritionist, behavior uh, modification, um, supplement advisor, all the all the things. Awesome! I'm so glad you joined me again today. And what inspired this conversation, you guys, and this is why I'm saying go back and listen to part one if you haven't already. Um, we were talking about Cody's journey um, uh, through, you know, finding fitness and now uh, obviously helping other people. Um, part of his why and actually part of my why are very similar. Um, a lot of it came from our own um, things that we've battled uh, growing up. And one of the things that we kind of touched on was bullying. Um, and last week I had a, I held a poll on my IG stories asking if you were ever bullied as a child and almost everyone responded with a yes. Um, so this is definitely a trigger warning for this episode, you guys. This episode does contain subject matter such as eating disorders and abusive behaviors that may be sensitive to some. So please um, definitely, as always, listen at your own discretion. Um, so with bullying, uh, we move on and we grow up and get over it, right? Um, like we don't consciously ever think about it anymore um, as adults. Um, and actually studies have found that no, that's actually not the case. Yes, of course, we move on. However, depending on how long you were bullied and the extent to it, this can absolutely manifest into um, issues as, you know, as an adult. Um, one of the outcomes that, that is very likely possible is body dysmorphic disorder, um, and it does affect approximately one in 50 individuals on average. So body dysmorphic or body image dysmorphic disorder is caused by bullying usually as a child combined with societal pressures from expectations of beauty and in some cases combined with childhood abuse. Um, and untreated, this disorder could absolutely lead to um, worse issues such as major depression, eating disorders, substance use disorders, alcoholism, and even suicidal ideations. Um, it is a mental condition, a mental health condition in which you cannot stop thinking about a perceived defect or a flaw or flaws. So there's could be more than one in your appearance and one that actually may be minor in reality. Um, it leaves uh, an individual feeling embarrassed, ashamed. Um, someone that's suffering from this may avoid social situations when they become fixated on it. Um, and symptoms include like being preoccupied or fixated on a perceived flaw, um, having a strong belief that you have a defect in your appearance that makes you ugly. You have a belief that others notice this and sometimes mock you. Um, and actually you exhibit uh, behavioral patterns such as frequently checking the mirror, skin picking, over grooming, attempting to hide uh, this perceived flaw or flaws with styling, makeup, clothes, constantly comparing yourself to others, whether on um, social media or in real life, um, frequently needing reassurance. So constantly needing validation about your appearance from others, having perfectionist tendencies, seeking cosmetic procedures in some cases with little satisfaction and avoiding social situations as I previously mentioned. 
Um, and so if any of this sounds like you, you're definitely listening to the right episode. Um, I do actually battle this and I, I didn't know um, there was a name for it. <laughs> so um, my therapist helped me see that this is one of the things that I, I have, I do battle and we've worked on it a lot and we're still working on it. Um, it's not something that like every single day, you know, you're focused on or fixated on these uh, or exhibiting these patterns. It does come and go. Um, but I do know where, finally know where this came from when I was, um, really young, uh, from the time I was eight years old until the time I was 18 years old, I was bullied. Um, and I'll tell you briefly about, uh, my history and then Cody will tell you some of his story and we will each be able to tell you, um, how we deal, how we dealt with it, uh, what we did growing up and like how we deal with it now, what it looks like now. Um, so when I was eight years old, um, I was always a new kid at school. My dad, um, he moved us like every year. He was a little impulsive growing up. So I was always a new kid at school and I never felt comfortable in my own skin. Um, so no matter what, if you're a new kid at school, a lot of times you will be picked on until you find your group. And unfortunately I didn't find my group until I was, um, I'd say 15 or 16 years old. Um, and that's when I found, you know, drugs and alcohol. Uh, and that was my group, <laughs> the kids that partied, but Basically, from the time I was eight until the time I was 18-ish, um, I got picked on for being really skinny and having crooked teeth, and kids would trip me in the hallways. Um, kids would even go so far as to slam me into lockers, uh, choke me when the teacher would leave the room, shove my face in my food during um, lunchtime to make sure I was quote-unquote eating, follow me to the bathroom to make sure that I wasn't throwing up my food or purging my food. Um, because I was so skinny and I honestly was just underweight. That's how I always was until I reached, I don't know, 25 years of age um, when I started putting weight on, but it was brutal. I, I remember um, uh, thinking this was never going to end. And I also remember feeling scared from the time I woke up till the time I, you know, got home. I was always, I was scared day in and day out. I was scared on the weekends. I was constantly living in fear. Um, and I did uh, deal with suicidal ideations uh, the first time when I was nine years old. Um, and then again, I think at 11 or 12 and again at 13. Um, so bullying, you know, it's, 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 it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Um, a lot of kids, you know, unfortunately, uh, don't survive it. Uh, you know, you hear those stories about children, um, you know, really young of age taking their own lives and it's, it's freaking tragic. And it's something that could absolutely be avoidable. Um, and now with social media and luckily I, you know, I, didn't have IG when I was younger. Um, you have that. So now you have filters that teach young boys and girls, you, you need to look like, you know, AKA perfect. And then you also have kids now bullying other kids, um, utilizing social media and even adults bullying one another. You see the fights that adults have on social media where they tear each other apart and it does leave a lasting imprint on your, on your, on your, um, mindset and your mental health. Um, so it was brutal. And, um, you know, of course I grew out of it. Of course I thought I got over it and then coming into adulthood, I, it's, it has morphed, um, into this body image dysmorphic, um, issue. So it has, you know, left a lasting imprint on me, but luckily I have worked through it and I am working through it. And I will always say that I, I firmly believe in seeking outside help, um, seeking AKA therapy. If you need to, there's no shame in it. Um, but I have my own ways of dealing with it, which I will get into later in this episode. So Cody, if you wouldn't mind um, telling the audience a little bit about your story, because you actually were the one that initially brought up this whole bullying and um, how it could have impacted you. Yeah. Um, as everything that you were saying is 100% true and, and the seriousness of this is um much bigger than i think people realize like what happens to kids and what happens to adults and how that carries on and i loved what you said about how you think that it's over and done with and you kind of forget about it but it changes you and it it, it actually molds you and and i i don't want to go as far as saying define you because i refuse to and i believe you probably feel the same way and i don't want my class to have it define them define them we don't want it to define us, but it has definitely <laughs> paved the way yes. for us. <laughs> so in saying that, um, you know, when, when I was growing up, it was the, you know, you, you know, getting 
teased, made fun of, uh, punched because I was slower or kicked or held. And like, it wouldn't matter. It was probably for anything. I mean, it could be for wearing a certain shirt. It could be wearing, I mean, and the problem was, and this was always odd to me and it's, it's hard to explain was that I was like in the popular group. Like I was not like the outcast in the corner in the shadow. So I don't want any of the, the listeners to think that not that it matters. I just mean that it, this is, a, this is, I think a unique case in the fact that it may not be caught like he's running around with the popular group. So there's nothing going on. Well, within that group, that's where it came. Like, it's almost like I was in that group to be that person, like to be the one that was um, having everything taken out on as, as, as you know, like kids don't want to have any attention on them. They want, all attention to go to someone else it's a totally different world i see it now with my own kids they've been raised to be different that's how i want them to be i want them to stand out and be unique but you know kids want to like blend in they don't want to upset the crowd right and you also made a very good point i really hope there's a lot of parents listening to this because you and i didn't have to grow up in an age with social media Mm -hmm. and that shit's dangerous (laughs) when my kids are having to go through I fear every day I mean I know what I have to go through as an adult with it and I'm an adult and it's just kind of like well I have no idea who you are and thank you for your ludicrous comments but we'll move on that's one thing but my kids having to go through it when they have to face the the other students every day so you know it just it became where I was always you know, just getting picked on, bullied, uh, you know, fat, uh, all the horrible names. And then you go home. And like I said, on, on part one, it just was, it was a sonic beat down. Didn't want to participate in anything. Cried, you know, my parents would try to do their best, specifically my mom, you know, trying to be there and uh, just got tired of that. So I needed to change it. But in the spirit of today's show, how that affected me, has it hasn't left and you know parents you are listening to this and there are some very serious subject matters to the show you're right and you know i just said a a naughty word but let's get past that and (laughs) you can cuss on this you guys my show is rated explicit so if you don't like cussing you gotta listen to a different show Right. But let's get past that and have them listen to this because they do need to know that they go to school and they don't think that their words and their actions are going to have an impact on people. And it does. And it fucks with your head. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely done so for mine. And I know that from what you've told me and what you've told your listeners that it has for you. And um, I'll, I'll stay there and then you can continue, I guess. With your with your questions, apologies. Yeah, it's um yes, it does fuck with your head, you know, and you don't even realize. So a lot of times, um, you hear the word triggers, right? And a lot of times when it comes to trauma and trauma and, and trauma, okay, you guys, trauma doesn't have to be this like, um, it is a big deal, but it doesn't have to be. People think it's not trauma, and I quote, you know, um, unless you've gone to war or you've been attacked, and all those. Those two things I just mentioned are absolutely trauma. Um, Childhood abuse is trauma. Um, Childhood bullying is trauma. Adult bullying can be traumatic depending on the extent of it, you know? And you got to think as an adult, if you are sitting behind the, 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 if you're sitting behind your computer and you post something that you're proud of or whatever the case, and someone, you ever notice that like you could get 10 different comments of like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like you inspire me. You get one comment from some, idiot i'm sorry some idiot that you don't know that's probably not your real audience right it's not really the people you really want to be inspiring anyway and they have one bad thing to say and you hyper focus on it imagine someone attacking your character as a child and attacking the way you look as a child i mean it it hits hard when you're an adult so as a child you know and for me it's like i got lost in the world of um drugs and alcohol I believe partly because of bullying, because my mom did everything she could do to be a, a loving, supportive mom. And she's amazing. And I love her to death. And my dad did, did honestly, 
there's some things that he did growing up that yes, weren't good. But one of the things he did do that I really appreciate is he did stick up for me, but you can't, what, what can you do? I mean, you can't exactly sit in the, the, the student's class and watch all the kids, you know what I mean? Other than having a pep talk. And obviously if your kid's getting bullied, addressing it with the bully or the bully's parents. Yes. But other than that, there's no, there's not, you can't, um, helicopter, right. And so there's only so much you can do. Um, and that's, that's the, that's the sad part, you know, and it's like, as an adult, a lot of the things that have triggered me, I don't even realize are triggers until someone says something that I heard when I was only eight years old. And it just, to hear it again out of an adult's mouth. And then also um, some things that I have told myself in my head that aren't true. My therapist helped me realize, well, those are things that were told to you when you were little, you know, and, and you guys, again, it's trigger warning, but like I was called you know, skinny, anorexic bitch. You're so ugly. I can't believe your, your parents even love you. Who would want you? I mean, it was like, it was the things that were coming out of these kids' mouths were, they were cruel and they were brutal, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just completely started chipping away at like, I was scared. I was even scared when I tried to look quote unquote cute at school. Cause I was getting sexually assaulted, um, probably every several weeks because it was funny to them you know, cause nobody would want you. Right. So let's just sexually assault the kid that like, you know what I mean? So that's a whole nother dynamic. Um, you know, so, and a lot of this stuff did play out in adulthood, you know, and I wouldn't realize until, um, someone would do something and then it would, it, I'm like, why is my body tensing up? And it's like, oh my God, it's bringing me back. My body is tensing up because that little girl inside of me is scared, you know, cause I never, uh, address those things. And now that I'm addressing those things with a therapist as an adult, it's really freaking opening. Um, and Cody, like, you know, for me as an adult, some of the way this is manifested is I have, I've had a habit in the past and it's something I'm working on comparing myself to other women, um, nitpicking things that I perceive as flaws, um, hyper, everything that it's, that I said earlier, hyper grooming, like, you know, hyper, like making sure I look okay. And like, uh, constantly, uh, you know, nitpicking, I don't know, my physique and that sort of thing. And these are things that I am working on. So it's absolutely getting better, but this is how that stuff is a, as a child came out as patterns in adulthood, um, regarding what you went through as an, as a child, how did you start seeing this manifest as an adult for you? Um, so I went through the, the phase of you know, getting bullied and beat and picked on and teased and all, all the words that we've used. Mm -hmm. And then I started losing weight and I mm -hmm. was fairly thin, if you will, in high school, but I was doing well in football. And those two things didn't mesh because I was an offensive lineman. Mm -hmm. So offensive linemen need to be bigger. So then all of a sudden I wasn't good enough for that. So then I had to put on a lot of weight because I was recruited to play football and have a scholarship to pay for my education. So then I had to put on weight and then I had to put on even more weight because that was part of the quote unquote contract. <laughs> and then I put on so much weight, like I said, in part one, like I was going through clothes like crazy, couldn't recognize myself, hurt all the time. And it wasn't even in my early 20s yet. And then I got done playing and I was tired of that. So then I lost all the weight, like over 106 pounds, but I didn't do it correctly. Mm. And then of course I go through all those clothes again, which I didn't save any of the other ones. So I had to go buy new ones. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I was too skinny. I couldn't lift anymore. Like there was never, I was never happy with me yeah. and I was accepted when I was a little bit thinner in high school and then I was accepted, but only because I was playing football. And then I was accepted when I was super skinny again, because that's what our society deems as perfection. Apparently is that you have to be a certain look, which is not true. Um, right. Right. So I think that the, the problem actually got worse because I went through multiple levels. Like I went from, and kind of like you actually, like you said that you were very, you were smaller 
and yep. then you were larger yep. and you were actually <laughs> somewhat happier when you were larger. I think I remember you telling me at one point. At first. Right. That was accepted. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, and then, you know, it's, and I think this is something that people need to hear and I'll probably say it a few times on the show is that it's just, I was never happy, but that's because no one else around me was just ever all, all accepting. Like I was trying to please everyone else and I was never pleased with my, with my own self. Like, and uh, that is the whole basis of everything that I do now is I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks and neither should you. Thank you. That's uh, can you say that again, please? Yes. <laughs> people need to write this down. <laughs> All right. Let's get out the paper. I don't give a fuck yeah, what thanks. you think. I have to do what's right. I know in my heart, I know who I am. And that's when my clients come to me, essentially, I think a lot of them come to me for that reason. They need to find themselves and Man, I don't know. You know, I always ask myself, like, I think a lot of people always ask, like, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. And although this may or may not be the worst thing that can happen to people, certainly is not the worst thing that can happen, but it is traumatic. This is why it happened to me. I, I truly believe my heart that things happen to me and I go through the turmoil that I still go through nightly, daily, because it's going to help someone else not go through it. It's going to be able to help someone else come through it in a healthier way. My clients always, they like, what, Cody, what did you have for Thanksgiving? What are you going to do for Christmas? How are you going to handle this? What are you going to do here? Oh, you're so dedicated. Oh, you're so this, this, this. And I'm like, I coach them and we go through the process of it's okay to have this. Here's how we're going to do this. I don't want them to be me. (laughs) I don't, I don't want them to have that mind fuck where they just aren't happy and that they have one half a slice of cake or a slice of cake they either a can't control it can't control it and then they eat the whole thing or they feel like absolute dog shit when they get done doing it and hate themselves they need to move forward and be happy with their life and i'm not saying i'm not happy but i melissa i'm not a lot i have that that's why we're talking Mm -hmm. right is because i'm not and this is the first time i've spoke about it I mean, outside of a few close people in my life and a few clients that needed to hear it, you know, I've never really spoke about this out loud, but the power behind what it can do for people, it's about time. Like me trying to hide behind something isn't going to do anybody else any good. And if I'm going to stand for what I stand for, then it is time to me for me to admit what I have or what I feel like I have, you know, so how do I, how do you come out of that? How do you move forward from that? I don't know if that's going to be one of your questions, but you know, I think that's it. That's the, that's the trial right now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. 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 It's um, I, I do say like, and I really believe that like sometimes when I'm going through something really challenging, like a lot of people, like he, it's harder to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I, I get like, I can, I can get in that mode. Cause like, I gotta be transparent. I gotta be, I gotta keep it real. Right. <laughs> like I get in that mode sometimes and I catch myself doing it. You know, it's like, ah, I don't want to do that where I get like this crappy mindset where I'm like, why is this happening to me? But here's the thing in many ways, looking back, um, a lot of that stuff that I've been through, um, it didn't happen to me. It happened for me because I'm in this, I'm in this, uh, beautiful space now where yes, am I still battling? Of course I'm still battling it. You know, I don't mean, of course I am still battling it. Um, I I just two weeks ago, I was embarrassed to leave the house to go to work. Why? Because I was obsessing over what I perceived was a flaw on my face. And I did not want to like leave the house and no, it wasn't even a pimple. It was just, I didn't like how my face looked that day and I didn't want to leave the house. So yeah, I still battle it. Um, but what I, what I feel now is that like the things that I've been through, I'm able to turn my pain into my power to help others. Cause I, I do truly really want to help people. And I I'm like, had I not been through these things, I couldn't be able to help people in the way that I'm helping people, which is my goal. Um, so that really, that statement like really resonated with me. Um, so it does sound like, you know, I was going to ask you like, do you currently battle body image issues currently? And how do you like work through those times where you do, if you do? Yeah, I do. Um, 
I, you know, I'm in the weight room every day. It's my job. It's my workplace. And uh, I want to better myself and I want to challenge myself, bodybuilding, physique, um, anything that deals with, you know, using, utilizing the body uh, and the science behind it is it's a, it's a major sport. So I love the challenge, I guess, um, when talking about how I deal with it on this end, it is, you're always picking yourself apart mm-hmm. you're, when you're going through these things. And one thing that I felt like I had to do was, you know, I had done smaller competitions and smaller, um, you know, like things for, I don't know, different companies, like just on a smaller scale, I guess is the what, I'm, what my point is. And then I decided that... I wanted to take it to the next level. And I had my first competition this past fall and competed. And when you have been compared and scrutinized and your whole life kind of has been built upon being compared or being (laughs) getting your ass kicked because you're not as good as someone else to be around other people that strive to have a, a, I don't know which, how you want to say it, a nice physique, you know, like in a competition bodybuilding world, that was the hardest thing for me mentally, because there's no not comparing. There's no not comparing. Even if you don't have this and I had to face, you know, we talked a little bit about demons in part one. um, Mm -hmm. And that was, that was a major one of mine. And I hear myself daily telling my clients what they need to face. I hear myself at least weekly telling my kids what they have to face. Yet I have this one thing that I know is going to fuck my head up and it needs to happen. <laughs> yeah. It needs to happen. And boy, it did because I took my body to, to it's, it's very difficult to do this to your body anyway. Mm-hmm. It's very mentally challenging and then you have it and you're comparing and you are being compared. There are five people there as you are like facing hundreds of lights and hundreds of people. And you are being compared with not very much clothing on. And then you're placed and you're put in order and then compared some more. So I had to go through that. I had to go through it to know that, you know what, I'm right up here with everyone else. I'm as good, if not better. And I don't want that better part to be taken wrong. It just was a mental thing for me to self-motivate myself. Mm-hmm. And then to come out of it, which I have just come out of it because it was just this couple months ago, that's been the hardest part for me. And I think that's where I'm trying to grow as a person and come out of this, um, or to I should say at least understand what I have and try to move forward in a healthy way because when you come out of being in like a peak condition, as you know, after a competition, yes, yes. <laughs> and, and you're, you're mentally and emotionally and physically drained yeah. and you're not hitting the weights as hard and you're eating differently again. And you all of a sudden um, have more sodium than you probably should have. And you're just like an inflatable. <laughs> it's yeah. very difficult. So, you know, when you thought, when you look at the definition of this and it's like comparing yourself and looking in the mirror all the time. it's like, there's not a morning that I don't. And then I'm thinking, what did I look like back in October? What did I look like back? I've done that too. (laughs) Maybe go back. Right. And then it's like, so, so here's, here's what I'm going to say. And, and and I don't want, you know, your listeners to think, oh man, like Cody, he is an expert. He has this down pat. No guys, what I'm telling you is this is how we try to deal with it. We as a unit have to face ourselves and say, all right, here's where I'm at. Here's where I want to be. How do I get there? That's it. There's no, oh man, I wish, I wish. I hear wish shit all the time. Everybody wants to wish. You can wish, you can wish all the time. This is about, you need to accept where you are and who you are Mm -hmm. and that you're fucking amazing. And then you move forward with it. And you know, you heard this when we were in Arizona that every single one of my clients and they sometimes do get very spicy with me on this. They will face the mirror. You will face yourself. You will face yourself. You will see yourself. You will see the greatness that you are because 
at some point you're going to have to face it anyway. So let's do this and let's do this together. So if you're listening and you have any of the things that Melissa has talked about and you don't even know if you have it or not, but you always second guess, you can do something about it, but it's how are you going to do something about it moving forward in a healthy way that isn't coming down on yourself. Like, why don't you start looking for the good things that you have? That's important. Like, you might have had this one. I'm just, I'm going to use you as an example. Okay. Is that all right? Good. I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You might've had this one tiny blemish on your face, but you didn't see the rest of your face. Right. You know, like you didn't see all of like how you are. And I don't see myself the way other people see me. And sometimes that's very hard. It's very hard for me to hear what people have to say and think that it's this easy and it's not no and that translates right into the adult bullying portion i believe because adults can be sometimes just as mean but a little bit more tricky than the kids there they can be yeah like <laughs> it's one thing when kids do it which is bad enough cuz you know i do believe that sometimes kids whatever they receive at home they do they do um act out in the classroom so I'm just going to make a generalization that can be, could be false, but it is my belief system that, um, some of the kids that were really cruel to me and said the worst things to me ever imaginable, um, they, those were things that little kids don't say. So my guess is they heard it at home or they were bullied at home and yep. probably by a parent or parents, I'll say it, you know? Um, so it is important, you know, how you're treated at home. It's vital how you're treated at home. Um, but you know, one of the things that you, and we will touch on the adult bullying, but one of the things that you did mention for any of my listeners that are considering competing, not to get off track, but this kind of goes along with it. Um, I've competed, uh, this I'm actually prepping for a fitness competition right now. It's going to be next August. So I'm in a caloric surplus, which is a fancy way of saying that I'm bulking right now, which means, yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it, but it is a mind you know, yeah. it's, yeah. so you've got to, um, if you're considering competing, um, and you have dysmorphic tendencies or anything that I previously listed, you have to get to a place of being okay with how you are right now. Um, because if you think that you're going to go on stage and find self-esteem, when you're being compared to based solely off your looks and how you're walking a stage, you will not find self-esteem that way. You will not. Will Mm. you feel good the day of, especially if you get placed? Yes, of course. But as soon as you get off that stage, you will have um, like withdrawals, you know, because of all the excitement and the leading up to the stage and the clapping and the music and the bass and, you know, everybody's proud of you because it's amazing. And then when it's over and you start becoming normal again and you're eating more normal, right? And mm-hmm. you start putting on weight because it's not healthy to be stage ready in that yeah. lean year round. Um, it's gonna be fucking with your head. So it's really important that if you decide to ever compete, and I know that's a sidebar, um, definitely make sure that you're doing the the work on your mind first. Because I wish someone would have told me that my first show, because I, I was physically ready, but like emo- emotionally and mentally, I was not ready. And what it did to me was it almost, I don't want to say it put me in this pattern of disordered eating, but I, it, it was, it almost did. I luckily mm-hmm. had ended up getting a good coach that helped me through it, but it was a mind, it was a mind fuck. And I mm-hmm. definitely was like, Oh no, I'm gaining weight. Like, God forbid, like I have a roll in my stomach because I'm human. Um, but yeah, it is a mind trick, a mind fuck. So I would say like, you know, definitely like make sure that your mind is strong before you compete, before you decide to compete, because if your mind isn't strong, just because you get your physique strong, it's not gonna, it's not gonna somehow give you Mm self-esteem. Self, Mm -hmm. self self-esteem is an action. And someone told me this like a long time ago, self-esteem is about doing esteemable things. And if you are emotionally beating yourself up because of unhealed trauma from childhood or wherever, you're not going to somehow get on stage and feel amazing, um, to the point where when you get off stage, 
your self-esteem is wonderful and it's solved. Like the stage isn't going to grant you amazingness. You're already amazing, but you have to see that first. And you have to see that you're amazing for reasons outside of your looks, which is something that, again, I wish someone would talk. Like you have other things going for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I, we had briefly talked about, you know, adult bullying. And before I get into that, um, what are some things that like you have done um, to heal yourself on this journey? And then like, what, um, what advice would you give others, men or, and women that are currently battling, um, dysmorphia or, or it doesn't have to be a diagnosed thing, but something like that. Yeah. I think, um, what I said, what I just said was probably the biggest leap that I took Mm -hmm. to try to move forward. Um, when I, I guess the best way to answer this question is I was a teacher for, I was in education for 10 years and I was in education to protect students from having what happened to me. Although at that time, I didn't know what it was going to morph into. And I think looking back into it, back at it, I should say that that turned into, um, you know, it led to a few other business jobs, but then ultimately led me to the fitness world, which I've always wanted to be in because I always wanted to not only prove everyone else wrong and really kind of like give them the middle finger for what they did to me. Yeah. Yeah. Myself that I was not all those things that they judged me on. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, I'm protecting others from having to go through what I went through and what I currently am going through. So how am I trying to move past it or how am I trying to heal? I'm trying to heal by working with others on their process, I guess is the best way to do it. It's almost a self-medication for me. Like, you know, you had mentioned that you do some training and uh, if there's any trainers out there that are listening, you know, that you absorb a lot from people and you know sometimes people joke around about it and say that you're they're like their therapist and in a in in some sense it is true Mm -hmm. because it's an intimate situation and when I say that I just mean it's one-on-one in an emotional state because you're pushing your body and I think that needs to be very clear when I say that kind of a situation and so you open up a little bit more and or it's the morning or the day and you just need to effing vent and well, I got this guy and I trust him. So I'm just going to like unload on him. So, but you, my point is that I take on a lot of people's things and then I want to help make that happen for them. All the while it tests me and makes me ask myself if that's what I'm really doing for myself. So it's making me look at me versus me just trying to go out and find a solution that is going to fix me. There's nothing that's going to fix me right now. What's going to fix me is if I'm going to do this and I'm going to be the person that I am and my company is going to be the company that it is, then it goddamn well better stand for it. So I better do it. So Mm -hmm. if, if I'm being told these things and then I'm saying it to them, then sure shit, I better be practicing it and trying it myself, which is really what led me to what I told you about the competition. Like I had to do that because nothing was forcing me to put myself in such a situation that would warrant a major change. And um, yeah, like it is, it's a daily battle. Like it's, it's a self-talk every morning, but it's almost therapeutic for me because I wasn't doing that before. I was going through the motions. I know I have this, I know I need to work with this moving on. And now it's like, there's no moving on if I don't actually confront it, yeah. face it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's, so, so for the men and women, I don't, I don't care if you're a man or a woman, if you're competing or if you're not competing, or if you were, or are obese or overweight right now, or you are thin and being made fun of for being too small. Uh, Cause that's a thing too, as you know, Mm-hmm. Um, you have to face that, but you need to talk about that with someone. I don't, even if it's a journal, I don't care. Like get it out. Like don't let it manifest, 
don't let it build up in your stomach is what I tell my kids. Don't let it build up in your tummy until it hurts. You know, you don't want that to happen. So you need to address it because pushing it underneath the rug <laughs> or shutting the big closet door isn't going to work. It's actually going to make things worse. And guys, I did that for a long ass time. And I put a smile on my face because that's what I had to do. I was supposed to be funny. I was supposed to be okay with everything. People were supposed to be able to say and do what they wanted to do to me. And it was okay because Cody, he can handle anything. And I admire and I'm proud of the fact that people think I can handle anything, but I'm human and I do have feelings, believe it or not. And those things build up and they hurt and they change you. And you have to try to deal with it all while trying to deal with now raising a family and making sure that they're okay. Cause that is the priority, but I didn't face it in time. So if you're listening and you don't have that yet then face that shit now, if you do have it, you need to face it because you've got little ones looking up at you and they watch and know everything. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> so it, it's, it's like, it's super important. You know, you touched on it, like how you talk to yourself is important. Um, and also we can't compartmentalize feelings. We think we can, and technically, technically we can compartmentalize. Yes. You can compartmentalize feelings. It's not going to do you any good though. Um, because your brain still works holistically, you know? So if you try to push something aside or push it down, it's going to come back up. And if that chances are, it's going to come back up way worse than where it was. Right. That's where ruminate, you start ruminating on things and that's where triggers come into play. So you either deal with it now, or you're going to deal with it later in relationships, which is not good, (laughs) you know, and trusting, um, trusting, you know, talking to somebody, getting it off your chest, like chances are like, you know, the person that you're talking to about it has also dealt with it, has also been bullied, has also felt insecure at least once in their life. Um, so we're not really that much different if we really think about it. Um, and I, I know you, we had talked about, on the first, the last episode, like how, you know, we, we, we really initially talked about adult bullying and, um, you know, specifically on social media, cause people are just so damn good at being brave behind a computer screen. There's and, a lot of tough people out there. Oh my God. There's so, tough. and like, <laughs> I have gotten like the comments I've gotten are typically the people, the worst comments I've ever gotten on my social media pages are like people that don't know me. I don't even think they're in this state. You know what I'm saying? Like no. they don't know me. They specifically got on my page or stumbled across my page just to 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 leave a hate comment. Mm-hmm. Just to say something really really mean, you know? And there are times where I haven't handled it so well where I start fighting back, which I would never suggest. And then there are times where I'm like they're irrelevant and I just delete block, which is what I would always suggest doing. Um, if you try to fight fire with fire, you're going to burn yourself. Um, but, but what has been your experience about that? And like, what, what would you, what advice would you give to people? Well, what I would like to, I'm just going to piggyback on what you said real quick, because I don't want to forget to say it. Um, you're right. Don't, don't fight back on it. Like people are going to say what they want to say. And you said that you said something back to them. It fuels their fire and keeps them going. And it's only going to hurt you more. But more importantly, Melissa, and and you know this, but like, they're not worth your time. Yes. (laughs) You know, like that, and I'm not saying that people in general aren't worth your time. I'm talking about these assholes that are come out of nowhere. They come out of nowhere. They have no backing to anything. They don't know you from anyone. And then they want to say these horrible, hurtful things. And on one end, I'm with you 100%. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what, why, 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 why? Like you're looking at it and it, and I don't care who you are out there. If you're listening, it, it, you're, it hurts. Like there's a part of you. I don't care how small or tiny, like I can sit here and say, you're not worth my time and I'm going to brush you aside. There's a, there's a small tickle you know, that you get from reading it. So, but fighting back doesn't do any good. I actually experienced that just, I don't know, it was like a month ago or something like, seriously, it was just something quick, like having a great weekend, making good choices, being happy for yourself, being who you are. I was on my way to go get my kids. I was like, stopped at a stop sign, took a picture in my truck. And I don't know who, like just 
this couple people come out of nowhere and they're just like lamb blasting this Instagram and based on like what I was wearing. Oh my God. I'm like, and I ignored it. I just erased the comments. And finally they were like calling me out. What, like you're too good to talk to us. Like fucking egotistical asshole, like all these things. And I'm like, Hey, this is supposed to be like a, a, a supportive area for people I appreciate you following, <laughs> I guess. I didn't know what to say. I was like, I appreciate you following and your support, but we just want to have positive comments on here. And then just a complete unload. And I know this is an explicit um, show, but I'm not even going to read what this was. Oh I'm, my God. I've yeah, never like the, and I'm just like, this is all because you thought I had like, like two necklaces on or oh my God. Yeah. hair or something. It was just crazy. So yeah. Um, before that, I had been in a couple um, worldwide like competitions for magazines and I would just get like I would get actual emails and I would get actual, you know, the the social media stuff about how I wasn't worth it. I didn't look any good. Um, you're you're going to get your ass kicked in this competition. You're uh, I mean, they said some pretty harsh things that I'm, I'm not even going to say on air, but uh, and you have to. And we're talking from like different countries, even I'm like you, I have no idea who you are. Yeah. And, and so, but, so here's what I did. Here's what I did is I, I wrote them down. I wrote a lot of them down. I kept them. I kept them in my journal. I kept them there because I needed to be, I need, I need to be grounded. And this, this is for my own personal use. Mm-hmm. I need to read those. You know, there's people out there that are always going to hate you for whatever reason that they feel that they have to hate you. But then I also kept all of the great comments that I was getting. I was going to say, oh my God. Yeah. That they had their life changed or Mm -hmm. they say, you know, we may not throw a like at you every single time or throw a like towards your page or a heart on your Instagram or however they do it. But we see what you're doing. And because of you, we're now 20 pounds down and oh. or my wife and I are able to have kids or we're doing our first half marathon or like those are the things that you keep also in that journal that you read and you're like okay this is this is worth it so uh, when it when it comes to adult bullying through social media that's how I handle it when I handle it in real life and I do have to talk to my clients a lot about this they're either here's how you look at it guys they're either jealous yeah. Um, they are there's two words I'm looking for they're going to come up here as I say it to my clients all the time they are ignorant or they are like I, I said envious so they're they don't have the capacity to understand what you're doing and that's okay you have to accept that they don't get it and they're not going to Right. And so many of my clients, especially when they've started having success, start getting mocked. Oh, yeah. Hounded on. And it's yeah. because we're adults. It's okay. Oh, I'm just joking. Well, quit making a scene oh, okay. because if, if you and I were already in the limelight for being fat and stupid and ugly and whatever we were called as kids, these are those triggers you were talking about. Yes. I don't need to be sitting at the dinner table ordering chicken and asking for steamed veggies instead of french fries and then you giving me shit for it that's my decision if i want to have that that's fine i'm not across the table making fun of your ass for having cheese curds you know that's your decision you don't see me doing that so you know when they when when i'm used to it now and again that's where the whole i don't give a fuck comes in yeah like for my clients it's very difficult for me because sometimes it's their family that doesn't understand Sometimes it's their significant others that don't understand and they start getting called out in front of other people. I got called out at work for having a sandwich one day. Like seriously, a woman stands behind my desk and is yelling out to the entire goddamn floor. Cody's having carbs. Yeah, no shit. I'm having carbs. You can't have carbs. <laughs> like, carbs, are, really? carbs are energy. I know, but that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. That's the, these are the things, uh, you know, they're, they, that's just ignorance. Oh yeah. And intimidation. That was the word I was looking for. Or they're intimidated. Yes. Oh, you know what I learned too, is like the more, so no matter where you're at in your life, right? Like when you start going for it, whatever it looks like. And when I say going for it, I mean like a goal, I'm, I'm talking about as it relates to a goal, when you start going for it, right. 
Yeah. I promise you, the more you start shining, the more you're going to get hate. I pro it will happen. It will happen. It's not, Oh, it might happen. No, it'll happen. I promise. Um, because your light is going to burn people. And I'm, and I don't mean to sound like an asshole saying that, but it's true. You are going to unintentionally, you're going to threaten someone's whatever, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what esteem or outlook on life, whatever that looks like, because you're doing something that they are, that they probably could do, but they aren't brave enough or they don't have any follow through at that point in their life, which could change, you know, but right. at that point in life, they're not doing what you're daring to do. So they're going to make fun of you in hopes that you fall to make themselves feel better about already falling. Right. It's like, I'm sorry, fuck that. I look at it like when I get that stuff now, it's easier for me. It still does get to me sometimes. I'm not going to lie, but it's easier for me when I pause. And this is another piece of advice I would give you guys. Like just, just pause and think of, consider the source. You know, I will tell you this, a happy, healthy person and I mean mentally healthy, right? It's not going to be attacking a stranger on social media publicly. You know, right. a, a normal, mature, right? And a, a grown adult, okay, who's grown, who's mentally grown, who's emotionally mature, who has a high emotional IQ, right? Isn't going to go out of their way. They're taking time out of their fucking life to attack somebody that they don't know on social media, you tell me how good their life is. You have that kind of time. We, okay, cool. If you have that kind of time, I'll tell you what, give me some of that time. Cause I'm a busy person. And I would love to have extra time in my day, you know? Right. And I, so I, I look at it like yeah. that. You yeah, know? I feel great that that person spent two to three hours on a Friday night. Oh, That's Friday night. Oh my God. No. So yeah. here's, here's what I want to say to that. And I, like I do want, I do want to say that they are not accepting of your change guys right. people aren't going to accept your change because you are reminding them that they are not changing. Boom. They're not changing. Can and I drop this happens, mic? How do I physically? Yeah, I can see it <laughs> and it looked good. It was a good drop. Yeah, no, it's true. It's, it's, um, it's true. And honestly, it's not always, you know, we're talking about bullying. So obviously this, I'm not, what I'm not talking about is what, like, if you're okay. So say you're going down a certain path in life and you decide you want to, like you were mentioning, you want to compete and you have friends questioning you about it. That doesn't mean they're hating, but you, you know, when we're talking about bullying, I'm talking about people that come out of the woodwork. I'm not talking about people that maybe you don't understand and that's okay. And you can explain it, whatever, if you want. Right. Um, I'm talking about people that are coming out of the woodwork to intentionally say things to get under your skin. That that's what I'm referring to is, you know, and nine out of 10 times, it's either going to be someone you don't know, or it's going to be some, some whoever from the past, it doesn't matter, you know, right. and in both scenarios, um, no response is needed. No response is a response. And the, the block button is absolutely exceptional in these cases, Yeah, you know, because the thing is like, um, even if you don't say anything back, if you even engage mentally in that scenario, you're going to lose in a way because it's definitely an energy drainer, you know, and you yep. don't need to have your energy drain. I'm, I'm a big believer in energy, <laughs> like energy is everything. You don't need to have your energy drain because of someone who doesn't feel good about themselves. Right. You know, cause I, I really believe, like, I believe honestly, if someone is happy with who they are, they do not entertain harming others. They don't right? because it doesn't make you a good person. It doesn't make you feel good at the end of the day to bring someone else down, you know? And that's why I say, don't fire, don't fight back because you may quote unquote win, but later on in the evening or whatever, when you're thinking, you're rethinking about the conversation, you get to think about the fact that one, this person hurt your self-esteem and two, they brought you to their level doing it, you know, because mm -hmm. the real takeaway and win is when you're able to go, you don't matter to me. I know who the fuck I am. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to separate myself from you with a block button. So you don't get to affect my day, you know, because I got shit to do. 
you know, part of my journey is helping other people. I'm, I'm speaking to the people that want to, that want to be inspired and be helped. I'm not speaking for the asshole that thinks that if they want to like go off on somebody and somehow make themselves feel better, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's not what I'm about, you know? Um, so I think that like, um, you know, we touched on a lot of great points today. I feel like uh, we've mentioned, and I'm, you mentioned talking to other people. Um, so some of these things, you guys like write them down, um, get help. If you need to get help, there's no shame in saying I need help. Um, talk to people that you trust. Um, I have a therapist and she has been monumental in my own health journey. So I definitely believe in that, but as Cody mentioned, like journal, and sometimes like you don't realize um, how bad something's affected you until you get it out on paper. And I, when I say journal, I know we have phones that have the note pad in them. Don't use the notepad for, for feel deep it. shit. Yeah, feel it. <laughs> you got to feel it. Yeah. You know, um, so definitely journal, uh, practice being present. Part of um, this journey of like, healing from any kind of trauma is getting back into your body. And so for me, that's meditation and breath work. Um, you can even go on YouTube and look up guided meditations for three minutes. If you're in a rush or you're in a hurry, um, this one's big for me. So like workout for goals and not just aesthetics related goals. Um, it's, it's perfectly fine. And there's nothing wrong with like, you know, Hey, like I, whatever, whatever, you know, like fit, quote unquote fit, right? Like if you want to be quote unquote fit because you want to feel better, you want to have more energy, great. There's something wrong with that. But also keep in mind, like have goals not related to how you look. Like I like to work out because I feel better. I like to work out because um, I feel stronger. Um, you know, think about to have more energy, things like that. Really focus on those things. Um, unfollow anyone on social media that you are comparing yourself to. Seriously, you guys don't need to follow everyone. And what's more important, the number of followers or your, or your mental health, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, um, definitely, uh, take social media breaks, um, and be mindful of what you guys are watching on television and what you're listening to on the radio. In other words, honor how you're feeling. I mean, I love, 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 love dark psychology and I love criminal psychology. Um, so I really like to watch like documentaries, like, I don't know, things about anything to do with mental health. So Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, if I'm not feeling good that day, I'm probably not going to watch those things. <laughs> you know, I will watch something more light. So pay attention to how you're feeling and honor it. Um, and quit shaming yourself for feeling. So, you know, there's times when you're going to feel like crap. And instead of saying like, oh, I've been working on this. Why am I feeling like this again? I'm such an idiot. Why do I feel bad about how I feel? You know, <laughs> instead of having feelings about feelings, just realize like it's okay and just get curious about it. So instead of like <laughs> calling yourself a bad name and going, oh, there I go again, just get curious. Wait, wait, where did I, why did I say that? And like, really ask yourself the question, where did that originally come from? Um, you know, like, was that for me or is this somebody that some, something that somebody said when I was eight years old is my eight-year-old, my inner eight-year-old coming out right now is my inner child coming out. That is who I need to address. And that is what I'm working on, you know? Um, and Cody, is there anything else that like you would like to add for the listeners? Yeah. Um, just one thing. And it's, it's really my philosophy, my company's philosophy to be Imperium. And that's, Oh, I say that we're more than just fitness. And when I say that to my clients or I market that, if you will, it is every single one of my clients, especially if they're dealing with some things that they're going to have to break through before anything happens with them physically is, you know, you can see me, but they can't, your listeners can. It's like, I tap on my temple and I say here, and then on my heart here, mentally and emotionally is what I'm getting at when we can do this and we can do this, the rest is going to follow. The physique will follow. The fitness will follow the physical aspects, all the things that you long for, whatever you're dreaming of, all those things will mm -hmm. come. You better get your fucking mind in the right spot and you better put your heart where it is. That is all I would have to say, Melissa, because this is a, a, a really serious thing that I want people to take as such. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, like, like you've mentioned, I think you mentioned on, we talked about this on the uh, part one. Um, like if you're not happy 
wherever you're at now physically and you're not happy as a person, you know, with yourself as a person, you're not going to be happy at that goal size. You won't, you may think you will be, but the minute you get to that goal, cause I've done this before. The minute you get to that goal, quote unquote, goal, weight, goal size, whatever, I'll be happy when, right. Then you're going to critique something else, you know? So your mindset in your mind is the most important thing. Everything else will follow. Everything else will follow. And actually, once you're, you're working on your mind, the other things that you're going to be working on, because I believe how you do one thing is how you do a lot of things will follow more easily too. It won't be quite as hard, you know, to achieve these goals. Um, so I really appreciate you coming back on today, Cody. This was amazing. I will absolutely link your, um, your links in the show notes. Um, and once again, you guys, thanks for listening. And I will also be linking links, um, in the show notes for support. Um, and as always, if you have a question, comments, um, you know, DM me or add a comment and I'll be reading those. Um, and if you have a question for Cody, please reach out to him directly. As I get, like I said before, I will link all of his contact information below. Thank you so much. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. enjoyed today's episode check out the show notes for today's details on the show and be sure to share with a friend and subscribe i really love hearing feedback from you so please leave a review and let me know what resonated in the comments just a reminder you matter you are amazing and you are a warrior